0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 68 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherie Sully, and back in the studio with me is Karen Weller. She is a loan officer with Fairway Mortgage, but so much more than that. Uh, I met Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Karen was the number one closer at Empire Title, and in her heyday, she had over 120 files on her desk that she was closing and managing a team doing it with grace and love and exhaustion. Yes. I think all <laughs> yes. of the above. <laughs> Correct. Raising a family yes. who are now little mighty men. That's right. <laughs> they're that not little, right. but no. they're mighty. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and, Many adults. <laughs> uh, yes. And one thing people need to know about, Karen, before we begin on numbers is, uh, well, there's a little bit of baseball in your life, isn't there?
1: There is. There is. I have two baseball players and... I live a lot on a baseball field, (laughs) but I will take it every day because I know my time's coming up. (laughs) It's
0: so good. And so isn't it neat how you've segued into the lending world and people, you just have this background in all aspects, honestly, of Mm -hmm. real estate. Correct. From having a real estate license to being a top closer to now being a top Loan officer. So there's just all of these these threads that we've connected in and also your counsel to buyers. It's pretty irreplaceable because you can see it in all of these lights and venues. we'll get Mm -hmm. to more of that in a minute but for those who missed the discussion about december of 2022 stats i'm just going to quickly go through those numbers Mm -hmm. and go through a little bit about inventory and month supply um so as of the date of this podcast we have december 2022 stats in and uh we actually had a big jump down from november to december of 2022 um it went down the market did 6.7 percent wow. in that time frame so um it was four ninety nine ten versus 525 923 um and we're talking december november 2022 then december of 21 um the market the price was at 505 852 december of 22 um, that with the price of where it was at 490 it's down three percent so if we talk about year to year december Mm -hmm. december 21 versus 22 down three percent the median price was down um about two percent a little bit higher than that um so it's not the end of the world but we're the trajectory that we're starting 23 with is not upward pricing it's right. not an upward momentum, it's downward. And the worst thing a seller can do is try to chase the market down. They have to be priced accurately from the beginning, understanding that pricing on escalations, pricing on last year's highs are not going to be smart. It will create the difference between their home actually selling this year or not, um, or selling for a lot less than what they could have gotten if they priced it right to begin with. Right. Um, And so as far as the active inventory, we had less active in December than November. Hmm. Time of year.
1: Holidays. Holidays. (laughs) Holidays. Um, So,
0: But we were still up. So this is important for people to know, too. What happened in 21 versus 22? Well, in December, inventory was up 190%. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, 190%. Wow. So people, um, that's why sellers... It is So when you hear that it's still a seller's market, it is because we are still considered at low, low inventory, inventory. Yeah. even with maybe 2,000 homes on the market.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: But the days on the market have crept up, and your probability of selling as a seller has changed. Correct. Because you might be one out of four <laughs> that would sell instead of four out of four. Right. Um, and the month's supply inventory has crept up, so it's 22 Okay. Month supply on average mm-hmm. in December. So, I mean, we were at 0. 0.5. Yes. I felt like we were negative 0. 0.5. I,
1: certain <laughs> price it, points, that's for sure. Yeah. I felt like we were po- negative. <laughs> yeah, in
0: 21, like yes. literally, we were writing offers before we got to the home to have it ready mm-hmm. for a buyer to then walk through. Yes. Right. <laughs> I had my yeah. iPad sent. Yep. And that is honestly no way for a buyer to feel safe in the end and to make. Great decisions, it's so much knee-jerk was happening, and the trajectory was great for sellers, Right. but I'm so glad that things are kind of coming to a different like a, pause.
1: Almost like we're almost to a balance, I feel. Yeah. Depending on price po- you know, points, things like that. Um, very different market. Very, very different. Very different market.
0: And the counseling of what worked this time last year does yeah. not work this year. No, does not
1: apply. And it felt like overnight, mm-hmm. our strategy had to change. That's good. It, it and it and it was that quick. I feel like we got through first quarter. Yes, we were seeing the interest rates climb, mm-hmm. but I felt like after that first quarter, like mid second to the end, mm-hmm. it's like we it, it just completely shifted.
0: We started losing the gains. Mm-hmm. Yes, of last year. So year to date, we do have close to a nine percent. Um, so Bill McAfee had guessed 10. He was pretty close. He usually is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so it was 9% last mm-hmm. year, year to date. But most of those gains were in the first quarter. Right. And so people have to understand it is different. Okay, so we've said all that. You may have heard this now twice. <laughs> right. But I think it's so important for people to know, where do we begin this year? Correct. Pause, mm-hmm. reset. Yes. And get great counsel.
1: Yes because at the end of the day it's your largest asset you will ever purchase yes and so you need to be comfortable with it and i feel with regards to the housing market i don't feel it's doom and gloom i really don't Um, real estate will always be a good investment yes in my opinion it's i won't say dump all your eggs in one basket type investment but you want to diversify and doing a home mortgage, sometimes you really need to look at the larger picture.
0: Mm, from so a explain that.
1: From a financial standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, people will come to me all day long, I wanna put 20% down, mm-hmm. but they have these credit card debts hanging out there or a line of credit that, why don't we put 10% down, pay these debts off, and you're gonna cash flow better at the end of the day. Wow. It's about cash flow. It's about how do, where do we put your money to best suit your needs, And that makes the most sense.
0: Well, Karen, there's not a lot of people that give loans and think in those terms <laughs> no you're looking at the full like you're the holistic <laughs> it's the picture. you're a holistic lender right? you're looking at the whole picture of right. that person's and, and that do. means a lot you know well,
1: and you look at credit card rates people are paying 18 percent 20 percent 29 percent depending on the card
0: so don't complain about your 6.5 exactly, percent interest rate exactly that you can at least for now still write, so write off, off. Ex- part of the yes. payment because and of the interest you show
1: for it so yeah if you have to go even 7%, get rid of the high interest rate stuff, reorganize how we structure it to where you're not paying as much in interest mm. and you cash flow better on a monthly basis.
0: So I'm going to put you in a hot seat okay. for a second. When does it not make sense for mm-hmm. a buyer to buy a home?
1: Um, that's a really good question. With regards to, you know, if we've got credit issues where we need to build up the credit I don't like putting borrowers into a home if we don't have at least a couple months reserve. I'm not that lender where you come to me, I have $100,000 in my bank account, and we're gonna take it all. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna leave you with reserves in your account because no matter who you are, life happens. Amen. Good, bad, or indifferent. And good, you're going on vacation. Bad, maybe you fell sick, got COVID, you're out of work. Or indifferent, we have inflation. Yeah. Every scenario, you're spending money and so I would much rather you have the reserve to spend that money for okay. than tapping into a credit card and your living paycheck to paycheck. So
0: have you counseled people maybe in 21 that weren't able to buy until a year mm-hmm. later or so because of yes. that? kind
1: of? So a lot of my first-time homebuyers threw their oh. hands up in the air and said I'm done I can't do this anymore it's too stressful I don't have 50000 for an appraisal gap I need help with closing costs. Mm-hmm. Those same first-time home buyers have come back around as of the late last quarter mm-hmm. to say, "What are my options? I know my rates higher, but if I'm comfortable with the payment, is there a way where I can get help to get into my first time my first home?" And there are. There are ways with the flexibility of the marketplace. Yes. Seller concessions. Yeah. You know, if they've saved up enough for their down payment but don't have
0: closing costs, we can get the seller to cover for those. I think for the seller to sell their home, Mm -hmm. that's a big one. And, it, it you know, for me, I don't – we have a very diverse um, audience with Mm -hmm. our – Um, you know just our client base but i have a lot of people that are from the first time level but now maybe i've worked with them for 21 years Mm -hmm. literally and they're at their eighth home right so for the super Mm experienced savvy buyer right some of this still applies right it does it does and it's i think for that buyer a lot
1: of them don't care what the rate is they are in that point in life where we want to downsize we want to upsize whatever that scenario is yeah they're ready to go and they know that down the road they can refinance when the rates get lower Mm -hmm. Um, they've budgeted they know exactly where they want to be house payment wise Mm -hmm. and so their mindsets are a little bit different when you go to counsel them if it's Financially, when we crunch the numbers, if it doesn't make sense, I'm very black and white in a very gray industry. Yes, you which are. Which is a very struggle, a uh, yes. large struggle at times. But I will tell them from my standpoint, if this were me, I probably would pass at the moment. Yeah. Wait a little bit. Wait and see what happens. Because if you're in a situation where you don't have to buy or sell, you know, and you're in your own home and you own it. Mm-hmm you can kind of play with it a little
0: bit to make that situation right for you. You can afford to set yourself up for the best outcome. Exactly. And I think that's kind of where the market is right now, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It can allow people to have the best outcome. Yes. So sellers, you're still, you know, looking at good, really good prices. Mm -hmm. I mean, the gains you've had over these years of being in home ownership, oh, yeah. far outweigh having the losses that are happening right now because correct. the market is going in a downward place with pricing. Mm-hmm. But overall, we're still at so many gains correct? because of the appreciation that we've ridden. And, and mm-hmm. so we haven't depreciated to the difference between a buyer's purchasing power and you know a a buyer's purchasing power right now on average is about 32 percent less than it was in 21 according to empire title stats and And that's huge and so their purchasing power prices have in general, mm-hmm. not gone down thirty two percent. People, right. no, no, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, so buyers are just having to recalibrate mm-hmm. and think, okay, but condition. Okay, from my end of mm-hmm. this, condition is key. Yes, because your buyer is not going to at uh, at they their payment is fifty percent, fifty six percent more. Mm-hmm. On average, yes, than it was in twenty one for the same house mm-hmm. because of interest rates. So a buyer is not going to go and saying, "I'm going to do everything to this house. I'm going to do all the repairs. I can. Af- they can't afford it. No. A lot of them. No. Even the astute high end buyer, they're mm-hmm. going to have even more particularity mm-hmm. about the fact that hey, we can afford this, right? But do we want to afford it?
1: Exactly. And are we comfortable with it? And that's the whole key is that comfortable being comfortable yes at the end of the day don't strap yourself you know, i always tell people if you buy this great house and you move in and you're staring at four walls because you can't live
0: outside of it it's probably not worth it. <laughs> it's so good <laughs> well let's talk a little bit about some creative financing you've yes. been doing yes um because you helped me on a, one of my almost impossible <laughs> listings, like, what do I do with this? Right? Yeah, the home <laughs> How is... How do I move this? <laughs> yeah, it was yes. a great home in a great location, but it had been basically taken apart, deconstructed. Right. Yes, so, to say the least. <laughs> that. So what do you do when there's <laughs> literally no bathroom in the master and the right. home needs to be reconstructed? Right. And um, so that was... So uh, Karen, talk about this type of loan yes. and who is eligible for it.
1: So, renovation loans. You can do a renovation loan whether you're conventional financing, VA, or FHA.
0: You don't have to be a builder. You
1: don't have to be a builder, no. And how that program works is you put in minimum down to keep your cash flow. So, if you're a first time home buyer and you go conventional and you can do it 3% down. What? You can do it. And wow. so, depending on the loan product, we give you additional funds to renovate the house. You get six months from the time you close to renovate the house. And some of the programs will allow you to do some structural stuff. Um, FHA, VA, not so much. Mm-hmm. They'll let you remove like a non-bearing wall, um, open up a room. I say, you know, the lipstick of the house, mm-hmm. cosmetics, carpet, paint, redo a kitchen, things like that. So
0: conventional has more leeway. Conventional definitely has a lot more
1: leeway. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, we've seen pools put in
0: for Have the back backyard really,
1: yes um, were they can, there
0: to begin with or no it was
1: just grass and they put in a pool wow. and you can do even landscaping things of that
0: sort i did small additions i didn't know it was even beyond the yes. improvements that need to be made
1: it is you definitely to upgrade um Bring up to maybe the neighborhood value. Mm-hmm. You know, a pool is in that neighborhood, and you don't have one.
0: There's hardly any pools I know, here, I, right? <laughs> I know exactly. But wow. you'd be amazed
1: that there's more and more lately. That's amazing. So yes, there are definitely programs out there. You know, you find that fixer-upper, but you don't have that cash flow. There are ways around that.
0: So that's optimistic. Yes,
1: very optimistic. And very
0: for me that there's two sides of the coin mm-hmm. from my perspective. A Um, We were helping sellers do full renovations on Mm -hmm. homes before they would list when the market was in this huge appreciation time because they would get all of that money out and usually Mm -hmm. double their money or more. Oh, yes. But in this market, they most likely could take a big loss Mm -hmm. or take they may not we can't guarantee the gain. Right. I mean, there's work that has to be done on homes before you list. Correct. But to do all the extra, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the the money may not come back the way that it would. Right. Especially in the last couple of years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the even for uh, a particular home that I had listed. If, you know, a few years back, the mm-hmm. council was, let's put it together. Well, they, that didn't happen. And it, then it was sold deconstructed. Right, right. And it could, mm-hmm. because at the price point, it was a price point that drove a lot of interest to the property. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to go ahead and, um, you know, have a buyer that had the vision, and it was not an investor. Right, right. So, yes, owner-occupant.
1: Owner, You can do uh, owner-occupant, second home, and investment homes as well.
0: So that's huge. With that
1: renovation product.
0: That's yes. a really fun thing to know about. We can still have fun in this market. Oh, yes.
1: And 100% you
0: can. To me, that loan gives a lot of options for buyers, too. Yes. The other side of the coin was just what it opens up for buyers right. that maybe they thought was would be previously impossible right because they might not have 200 extra thousand dollars
1: or even a seller for that matter who thinks there's no way i'll ever be able to sell my house because of the shape that it's in yeah that's right options to offer out there for that work for both sides i feel
0: i love it Mm -hmm. well karen thank you so much it's so Mm -hmm. fun to start 2023 and have a a positive loan discussion. Right, exactly, it's all
1: about positivity. It's, I think it will be a great year.
0: Yep, and you know, every story is unique and yes. every one of the people listening, we thank you so much for listening. We know that some of you are just tapping in to understand the state of the market, but some of you are really thinking about what changes do I need to make or you know, even if it's a few years from now, but that's one thing, Karen, that I appreciate about mm-hmm. you is that you will talk in counsel and it's not contingent on somebody making a decision mm-hmm. in that conversation. Nope.
1: I will be here tomorrow, I will be here next year and five, ten years probably down the road. that's so, awesome. Yes, planning.
0: Thank you so much. And everybody um please reach out with your questions if we can answer anything more specifically it's time and and people uh who are thinking about selling i think it's time to look at that option earlier this year than later yes i think it's it would be good to get in it sooner than later so uh please reach out we're here to answer your questions and more than anything we appreciate you thank you for having me thank (laughs) you